Hi, this is Kristen, and today is a very special day. It is Earth Day, and it is also my birthday. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the things that I have learned throughout the years. Take a listen. It is very early this morning and I have stepped away from the backyard and I am sitting in the front yard on my porch. As I talk, there is the white foggy smoke, the the mist is coming out of my mouth because it's so cold on April 22nd. Today is a very special day. Not only is it Earth Day, but it happens to be my birthday. Today I'm going to talk about the things that I have learned. And as I'm sitting in the cold, listening to the birds this morning, As they wake up and they sing their morning worship, I'm keeping an eye on a reef on my front door that has a bird's nest in it. I want to keep an eye out for Mama. It's a house finch, which I will talk about in the next episode. I'm going to jump right in and start mentioning some of the things that I've learned. Last night, I spent a lot of time reading and I began to reminisce over my life and reflect and I wrote down some things in my journal. I'm not going to go over all of those things because, hey, I mean, it's a lot of things that I've learned throughout the years, but I am going to touch on some of the, the most important ones. I was talking to my daughter last night before I started to write in my journal and her and her youngest brother has been bickering, bickering, bickering and it seems to have maybe gotten a little bit worse since quarantine due to the coronavirus. You know, we're all at home, we're all inside um, and it's just kind of getting to them and so... Um, They are really, really bickering. And so I talked to her last night, and I talked to her about peace. My peace is so important and valuable. And as I was explaining to her, life is short. You know, there are so many people out there that want to argue and debate over any and everything. But sometimes it's just not worth it. Your peace should be so important to you and so valuable to you that it is worth keeping, it is worth fighting for. Sometimes it's just not worth it to have the last say. When they argue, they're both determined They're both 
prideful at times, and they both want the last word. But sometimes the last word is just not worth it. You are actually the bigger person if you are able to step away. Because your peace should be more important and more valuable over anything. Something else that I wrote down in my journal, and I'm flipping the pages. And this sort of connects to your peace. People who talk a lot and don't give you an opportunity to have an opinion without criticizing you usually don't know anything. I have found that to be very true. I have been around multiple people in my life who always have something to say. And as they have something to say, they're so determined with what they have to say that if you respond, <laughs> it's as if what you said is redundant. It's, just, it's not important. It's not important. It is if what you said doesn't matter. They know more. They, they're, well, they're more wise, they've been around longer, whatever their excuse is, they know more. And what you say doesn't matter. I have found that those type of people, these type of people, they really don't know much of anything. You know, it's kind of like when we were growing up in high school and we would meet boys and, oh gosh, I would have guys that would tell me, oh, I'm so this and I'm so that. And if you be with me, you'll be happy. And if you be with me, you'll never want for anything. And you're this and you're that. And I tend to notice that those men or boys that would say those things really didn't have much to offer. Usually the person that does have so much to offer, you see it in their fruits. They don't have to say anything. You see it. It's there. You know it's an apple tree because it bears apples. One of the things that I've learned. I also wrote down, be good to yourself. Take care of yourself. One of the other things that I was talking to my daughter about that kind of connects to keeping your peace. It is so important to take care of yourself. When we were growing up, we were taught that doing for ourselves, taking care, really taking care of ourselves was selfish. And society has taught us that, especially women, especially mothers, especially wives. And it's not to say that the men don't experience this, but men typically have a few needs and they, they take care of their needs or their needs are usually met. They're okay. But for women, we do a whole lot. And there are men out there that do a whole lot, but I'm just talking about the majority or uh, what we're normally used to. Women do a whole lot and they don't always take care of themselves because of what society has taught us. We're selfish. We're selfish if we want to go be alone. 
we're selfish if we want to take that vacation. There's other things at the house that needs to be done. There's other things going on in our lives that needs to be tend to. That's what we're taught. And I hear women all the time, all the time say, oh, I would feel so guilty if I took that vacation by myself without my family. I would feel so guilty if I just stepped aside and just had lunch by myself. Because that's what society teaches us. We're selfish, right? When I was growing up, my grandmother did for everyone. On the street that I lived on with her, is I lived with her when I was most of my childhood life. And she was the person that if someone passed away on the street, you hadn't seen them in a long time. She was the one that had a key to everyone on the street's house. And she was the one that would have to go in the house to see if the person was still alive. I never will forget a lady across the street. Oh, she was such a sweet lady. She always had candy. Now, I'm not a candy eater, never have been a candy eater, but this woman always had candy. And I think I would always take, you know, at least one hard piece of candy. And she had been missing. She hadn't been seen for a few days. And in this neighborhood, everyone saw each other every day. And if you missed a day, okay, it's every other day, but no more than every other day. She had been missing for several days. My grandmother was the one who had a key, who had to go over to the house and open the door and found her deceased. That was my grandmother's job. And it, no one really ever moved in on the street because everyone had been there, there, you know, for God knows how long. But there was one couple that did move in on the street. Now, maybe two, the time and the time frame that I was there. And grandmother was the one to bake a cake and round up the whole neighborhood to go and give that person that welcome gift. Not to mention all of the things she was doing for her children. She had 12 children, four girls, eight boys. Was always doing for them. Then she had a cousin who had Alzheimer's, who she would have to go and take her everywhere. She was always doing for people. So when she passed away, I could not understand it. She was 84, it's 83 or 84. She was still vibrant. She could still drive a car. She did not have Alzheimer's, though she was going through the probably the first stages of dementia, but she still knew who she was. She was still very capable of taking care of herself, very aware of her surroundings. I would say that she would always say, I'm forgetful, but she knew what she was forgetting, which is the thing, which... I don't know for sure if she was really going through the first stages of dementia because she knew she was forgetting things. But she was still able to care for herself. It wasn't to the point where she couldn't care for herself. So when she passed away, I could not understand it. And for years, for years, it's been about 22, 23 years ago now. And, and I never understood 
And I would always ask God, why, why, why did she die when she still could have made it to her 90s? I never got an answer, never got an answer. I would repeatedly ask God for years and never got an answer until two years ago. Two years ago, I don't even remember where I was. I think I was at home, probably sitting in front of um, a pond that we lived right on in. I heard it so clear. Your grandmother died at the age she did because she was stressed and she never took care of herself. She took care of everybody else except herself. And so I began to examine her life. My grandmother went on vacation once a year. And her her vacation was going to the country because we, you know, we're, we're city people, but we're country people. So she went on vacation, not even leaving the same state, driving up to Marshall, Texas to spend a week with her sister and her family. And that was her peace, right? That was great because that was her peace. But God showed me that she only went once a year. And she never left the state. And God told me so clearly that it's so important to take care of yourself all the time. Not once a year, all the time. Take care of yourself all the time when you are constantly running, and most of us are, especially mothers, we're constantly doing We're constantly doing this. We're constantly doing that. We're pushing ourselves. We're overdoing it. We're overextending ourselves. When are you going to stop and take care of yourself? So what I started to do was once every three months, I would stay in a hotel by myself. I'd get me a hotel room in the same city by myself. And then I started taking more vacations. But I was taking vacations with my family. I started taking at least one time out of the year where I go away for three or four days by myself. Leave the state by myself. And I'm also staying in a hotel by myself. And then doing more things around, you know, my own home to keep my own sanity and doing a lot of those things by myself treating myself making sure that I do the things that I want to do I have a friend who she doesn't get her hair done but she makes it a point to get her nails done that's her thing she gets her nails done faithfully every few weeks I have a sister that does it gets her nails done that's her thing. For me, the longest uh, thing that I did was get my hair done. I get my nails done, but my hair was like so important. I had to get my, nail, my hair done. Now, I do a little bit of both. <laughs> you know? I've learned how to do a lot of things on my own, but I make sure that I'm doing something to take care of myself. 
One of the things I typically do is I am a big Starbucks fan and I go to Starbucks. I would go to Starbucks every day before quarantine. I was at Starbucks every day getting me a London Fog. That was my favorite drink and that's what I get every day. And so much so to where the people know me. Sometimes the drink would be ready when I get there. And you know, that was my thing. And I worked very hard and I calculated how much money it cost to get that tea every day. And that's the money that I had set aside every single month, no matter what, to make sure that I get my tea because that was my thing for me. That was the thing that I wanted for me. You have to do things to take care of yourself and you need to get away. You need to travel. You need to get away from the four walls of your house and you need to get away from the walls of your city and your state. It's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay. You're not selfish. And if you are, if you, if people do consider you being selfish and sometimes you need to be selfish, right? We need to be thinking about ourselves, Because if you don't, no one else will. I've waited around plenty of times for someone to do something for me. And when it didn't happen, I was so hurt. To where I had to say, well, you know what? I love myself. Let me do it for myself. It's my birthday today. I bought me two gifts. Two gifts for me. I'm not waiting around for someone else to get me something, especially when we become adults. We're not really getting anything. So I didn't wait around for someone to get me something. I got it for myself. And I do it every year. I always get myself a birthday gift. And there have been years that the only gift I got is what I got myself. You have to do things to take care of yourself. Be good to yourself. Take care of yourself. Be gracious to yourself. Cut yourself some slack. It's okay. It's okay to slip up sometimes. It's okay to make mistakes. Get back on the horse. Keep going. Don't criticize yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you don't get it the first time. Don't beat yourself up if you don't get it the second time. Be gracious to yourself. And it's okay to live in the moment. Oh. I am reading a book right now, and, um, well, I guess I can say what the book is. It's Jessica Simpson's um, autobiography, the new book that she just came out with, Open Book, which is similar to mine, because the book that I wrote is, I am an open book, my side of the story, and so when I saw Open Book, I was like, oh, I know what this is about, (laughs) but she talked about in there um, being around her kids and just sometimes not living in the moment. Because she's doing so much for everyone and trying to keep up appearances for everyone and just not living in the moment. And boy, that reminded me of my life because sometimes I'm so caught up in fixing things and doing this and doing that that I forget to live in the moment. And so I am learning to just sit down and just, okay, it's okay to listen to the kids tell me a story. It's okay to just watch them dig a big hole in the ground and please, please, please put all the dirt back later. It's okay to sit right here on my front porch and watch this finch 
wait for me to leave so she can go get in her nest. (laughs) Just to live in the moment. You know, since being home, we have discovered so many things. We have watched the squirrels play in the backyard, and we've watched the stray cats that come, and they're just looking for something to eat. And we've watched the birds in the front yard play around with each other, and it just seems like it's a whole family, and they're not even all the same bird. Like, we can tell which is the male cardinal, which is the female, and then there's these other birds that don't look anything like cardinals that are with them. We have taken the time to just live in that moment. And it's so important to live in the moment. We have been examining our yard because we're getting ready to get baby chicks. We're starting our own little mini farm and just being out in the yard, just looking around and figuring out what's gonna go where and what we're gonna build over here and just living in that moment. It's so important. It's so vital. Wisdom is so important. Knowledge is power, but knowledge is just knowing a bunch of information. But wisdom is knowing what to do with that information that you've learned. It's not just important to have knowledge. It's just as important and probably most important to have wisdom to go with that. Wisdom tells you to slow down and evaluate the situation. Wisdom tells you how to deal with that situation. Fight when necessary. Walk away when necessary. There is a time to fight and there is a time to walk away. Wisdom will teach you how to do that. so important and I wrote a ton of other things but this last thing that I'm going to share is I'd rather be beautiful than sexy you know many years ago I was dating a guy and when he decided that he wanted to be with someone else he told me that it wasn't anything that I had done but One of the things that he said to me was, I'm not sexy. He said, you're beautiful, you're pretty, but you're not sexy. And at the time, I didn't know what that was. I didn't really know what that meant. But then he broke it down. And no need to go into the details, but I think you can kind of figure it out. You know what sexy means, so you can pretty much kind of know what he told me but I lived with that for a long time I'm not sexy but I'm pretty beautiful even but not sexy well that's okay (laughs) I don't need a bunch of men coming for me because of how I look I'd rather be beautiful. I'd rather be beautiful from the inside out. I'd rather be somebody that when people see me, they see some type of light. And it makes them have admiration. I heard Tia and Tamara, uh, well, Tamara, talk one day on the show 
I believe it's the real. It's not the talk. It's one of those shows. Um, I don't actually get the show on my television on what we have. Um, we have the fire TVs. I don't get that. But I watched it on YouTube one day. And I heard her talking about when they were growing up how um, Tia was the one that was viewed as sexy and she wasn't and Tamara wasn't. And I near I I cried. I remember crying that day because she was crying, but I I cried because I knew exactly what she was talking about. And all my life when I was growing up, that is kind of the impression that I was under because that's how I was treated. If I was out with my friends or my best friend or if I was out with cousins, they were always viewed as the sexy one and I was just a pretty one. And somehow I found my self-worth and my self-value in that idiotic thinking. But today, I'm married and I have been married for almost 12 years. It'll be 12 years in August and I think that speaks for itself that I have three amazing children and I've had to realize throughout the years that sexy is not all it's cracked up to be. My husband thinks I'm sexy. That's all that matters. But just growing up, I had to really, 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 really realize that, you know what, if I'm not, that's fine. I'd much rather be beautiful. It seems to me that beautiful has so much. And of course, T and Tamara, they both are beautiful women to me. Beautiful, beautiful women from the inside out, just from observing them on television you know, some things you just can't really lie. You can't betray a lie for everything. And so I don't see anything but good things out of those two people. And so this is what society had put on them. And, and this is what society tends to do to women. Women are the ones that give birth and the ones that supply life on this earth. We call nature mother because she gives life, mother nature. But it's amazing that women are called bees and women are disgraced and women are attacked and women are murdered more than men. And we are the ones that supply life Think about that. You are valuable. You are important. You are worth it. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast today. I know it's a little bit loud. I'm in the front. I'm not in the back today. But I hope that you can take something away. And be on the lookout because I will be posting the next podcast. And I will be talking about this house finch that is still trying to go to her nest. She's like flying right near it, but I'm probably about four feet away from it. So she's like, mm, I'm really waiting on you to move, lady. So I'm going to get out of her way so she can tend to her eggs. But 
I will be talking about that whole situation in the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening this morning. And you have a happy Earth Day. And listen again to encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. Hi, this is Kristen. And thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And while you're at it, click subscribe so you can continue to receive my podcast, Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. And I just want to give you an invitation today, an invitation to Christ. That's what this segment is about. So you know what? You don't have to wait till Sunday to go down in front of the entire church. You can receive him right where you are right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, I want a relationship with you. Please come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And guess what? You are saved. It's that simple. Get in a Bible-based church, fellowship with other Christians, and get to know Christ for yourself. And until next time, please subscribe again and come back for more encouragement from Kristen's Backyard.